First thing we need to see because of this is that you'll never be truly at home until Jesus is your home. Do you know that? Yeah. You'll never be truly at home until Jesus is your home. You won't. Until you have intimacy with him. That's what's on offer. That on that day, he's going to wipe those tears. Like the, the, the hand of Jesus is going to wipe your tears away. But today, you can still experience some of that comfort in being at home, in his spirit coming to dwell in you. Listen, this world is not your home. You ever watch the news? This world's not your home. Um, C.S. Lewis talks about this, this ache we have, and I love the way he describes it. Um, he's talking about another guy, but I kind of changed it a little bit. If we could go back, you and me, when we feel nostalgia, you ever felt nostalgia? Experience that? You hear a song from like your 20s, and you're like, whoa, my 20s. Maybe that wasn't good, but uh, it was. And, and you feel that, or you, you remember being a kid and feeling safe and secure. C.S. Lewis is playing with that experience of nostalgia. He says, if we could go back, though, you ever want to go back? If we could go back to those moments in the past, we would not have found the thing itself, but only the reminder of it. What we remembered would turn out to be itself a remembering. The book or the music in which we thought the beauty was located will betray us if we trust to them. It was not in them. It only came through them. And what came through them was longing. These things, the beauty, the memory of our own past, are good things of what we really desire. They are not the thing itself. They are only, now listen to this, they are only the scent of a flower we have not found, the echo of a tune we have not heard, news from a country we have never yet visited. We're longing for home. You've felt that yearning for home, but that yearning is for a place that you know about, but you've never actually been. And when you meet Jesus, you come home to that place. This broken world, it's still broken when you meet Jesus. But what happens is you have a new experience within it because you know him. You know your savior you are welcomed in. Number two, not only are you, you'll never be at home, and actually, no, I'm not moving on to number two. Let me just say this to those of you who have not made your home in Jesus and he's not come into your heart. You have not believed on him. You're not indwelt by the Holy Spirit. There's a lot on offer here for you today. Is there not? Christians in the house, do you believe in the Bible? Is there not a lot here today in Jesus? And listen, I'm not just trying to hype you up. There is a lot in Jesus. Talk to the people around you. So we're going to do baptisms in a couple of weeks. But here's the deal. Some of you need to get baptized. Some of you are ready, like even right now, maybe, maybe you're here for a reason and you need Jesus. Let me just say, you can believe on him today. At the end, I'm going to pray. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to invite you to pray with me and to receive Jesus. And if you pray that prayer, it's, there's no magical formula there. Like it's just, you're actually welcoming him. We're marking the moment. And what I want you to do is I want you to talk to the gals at the new here table, and I want you to ask them about what it means to follow Jesus. And so believe on Jesus today. I believed on Jesus when I was 16, and things haven't been perfect, but I needed Jesus in the midst of it. You need Jesus. You need Jesus. All right, number two. You are adopted into a new family. You're adopted into a new family. If you've believed on Jesus, it's not just you and Jesus until, you know, you get raptured up or something like that, right? Like, it's not how it works. It's you and Jesus and brothers and sisters around you. When you come home, you come home to a family. 
And that's beautiful. You can be part of the church. You can be part of new relationships. And you're going to meet amazing people in the church. You also meet some strange people, but we love them anyways. But like come home to Jesus and meet Jesus's family. But there's the other side of this is that if you are a Christian, I just want to say right now, like it's, it is not just you and Jesus. You need the local church. And that's why we're planting the garden, okay? We're planting this church that brings this story into this West Valley because we want to be the church together. And so if you're not part of a church, and I know many of you are here for the first time, I want to invite you to join us, to actually be on mission with us, to link arms, to be known and to know others. And so just real briefly, there's four T's that come with that because I'm just Baptist enough to make them alliterate, okay? Four T's of responsibility because when, you, when you're part of a family, I was raised like you actually help out right? Like you actually do some stuff. You care for the people around you. You care for your younger siblings and so forth. And so it's time, talent, treasure, and testimony. We got to give these things, time, talent, treasure, and testimony. Time that you would gather, that you would actually be part of Sundays, that you would be part of the community, that you would give your time. And it is tough to come to church, right? Some of you guys fought with your kids and your husband and your wife on the way here. Like I know, we bugged your car. Like I heard it and we're judging you. Right, like, I've fought with my wife. I'm a pastor, and like, we argue. We're like, who's gonna get this? And and it's like you argue. But here's the deal: it's worth it. It's worth it. It's worth your time to gather with God's people because you get changed during the message. You go home and you say sorry, and then your week gets better. Number two, your talent that you have been gifted by the Holy Spirit. If you are a Christian, to serve Jesus. We have teams here, uh, we, we, surprise, but we've actually been meeting for a couple weeks before we invited you here, okay? Uh, it's been a big secret because it was a little bit messy. We're trying to figure out how to do church, so we've been kind of doing like just the launch team and doing church, so just like 100 people here. Uh, but we're gonna, I'm just telling you right now, we're gonna keep doing that for the next several weeks. And so if this has been like moderately okay of a church time, we wanna invite you back next week. Uh, we'll actually be having church here. And so this is the first you're hearing about it. You are invited, okay? But with that, there is a lot to do. There are 95 kids, I said. We need people to actually serve the kids, people who have a vision for the next generation to serve. We, if you were judging us a little as you were looking at the stage, you're like, why is props over here? And like, this, what is this stand doing over there? You know, like, and precariously, you're like, what, what is going on here? Like, we actually need your gift. You were bothered by that because you're supposed to serve at the garden, all right? And so... <laughs> Uh, you're like, this guy talks too long. Who's telling him to get done already, right, from the front? It's Matt, but, you know, he's literally doing that right now. But it could be you. You could be telling me, shut it down, bro. You just did the whole Bible. You're done. So in a moment, I'm going to show you a QR code, and it's going to be up after. We're asking you to actually join the team. Like, come to service. You're okay to come if you don't join the team. Like, you're welcome here. But some of you know, like, that's kind of me. Like, I'm in whatever this is, this crazy church, it's a little disorganized, but I, I like it. I want to help it get organized, like QR code, all right, and join the team. It's going to ask you some questions. There's no requirement to answer them a certain way, but like we want you to join the team and to pick a team to serve on. There's lots of different gifts and different opportunities. Uh, thirdly, treasure, treasure that we actually give to God. God has given heaven and earth to us. He, he is bringing heaven down to us. He has given his presence to us. And what we get to do is in worship back to God, we get to give to him. He owns the cattle on a thousand hills. The Bible tells us he owns our wallets. And so we give to the mission of Jesus and we, we give to God. And you can do that 
here, thegardenaz.com slash give, right? Like you can actually participate. I'm joking, but um, like we actually give to Jesus. That's not, that's not like for our church. Like I'll just tell you right now, our church is financially healthy. We're actually in a very, very healthy place for a church plant, which is not saying much usually, but we are at a healthy place. So I'm not like in desperate give to the church, but I'm saying like it's an act of worship for your soul. If you want to give to Jesus. And then lastly, testimony that we actually talk about Jesus. You ever shared your faith in Jesus with anyone? Like anyone? Uh, at the garden, we're actually going to equip you. I'm, I'm thinking through some evangelism classes. I'm talking through what does it look like to love our neighbors really, really well. Uh, we've got a lot in store for this. But here's what I want you to know is we're a church that's committed to the word of God, the way of Jesus, and being a compelling witness to our city that we, you would learn, the most shy person in here would learn to know how to naturally share the gospel with someone who needs it. Uh, do you ever share your testimony? This is our responsibility if we are family, amen? Like, we're supposed to do some stuff. Now, if that's not you and you're, like, still in skeptic phase or you're in a phase of, like, I'm not sure if this is my church, I just want you to, like, take a deep breath. This isn't a sales pitch for Join the Garden right now. Like, it is a little, but, like, not fully. Uh, like, you're okay to come back here for weeks and weeks and weeks. Like, we're literally ushering in, like, visitors. Like, you can come and just visit and explore and have questions and be frustrated and not sure about Jesus. This is a safe place for you. So come back next week, week after, all that stuff. But here's what I want to tell you that some of you need to get in the game. We are brothers and sisters. Lastly and finally, uh, we can plant the garden in a desert. The garden is our truest home. The garden is our truest home. We named this church this word for a reason. We live in an actual desert. But there's also a spiritual desert underneath. I want you to understand the opportunity we have. I moved my whole family to 118 degree weather. <laughs> Last night I told my wife, 109 hits different after a full day of 118. <laughs> right? You're like, whew, let's go to the park, kids. Feels good out here at 109. <laughs> I'm not even joking, but it's just so bad that we can't help. I'm just like, I didn't move here for the weather fully, like a little bit, but just for certain months of it, okay? I didn't move here for the summer, <laughs> let's put it that way. I moved here because whether you realize this or not, this is, this is one of the top three fastest growing cities in the nation. And let me just tell you right now, this isn't about me, but God has given me a vision to make a to see a church planted that would impact generations, to see a church planted that is genuinely committed to the word of God, where people can become genuine disciples of Jesus, following the way of Jesus, be actually changed, that there would be a church in the West Valley that you can go to, and you're going to be someone different in 10 years. It's not going to be, I'm going to show up and get entertained for 25 tight minutes and good luck, and man, that felt good, and I go have lunch. We don't want to be a church like that. We want to be a church that actually establishes changed lives. We want to be a church that sees generations made different. That in 150 years from now, there will be people with our last names who are living entirely differently because great-great-grandpa came to a church in the West Valley that preached Jesus and was committed to the Bible. Do you want to be part of something like that? where there's no one too broken, where there's no one too far from God, where your bartender could get baptized, but once they get baptized, stuff's gonna start really changing in their lives. 
where you can fail over and over and there's going to be a community that wraps around you and says, no, we're not going to be satisfied with the status quo in your life. We're going to become followers of the way of Jesus. And then because of the ripple effect of the witness of his church here in the West Valley, stuff would never be the same. That there'd be an indelible mark. The West Valley would never recover from the healing of Jesus. I want to plant a garden in the desert. So here's what I'm going to ask. Um, would, you, <laughs> would you literally, like, we have connect cards out there. It's not because we like dope branding, but if you follow the Instagram, apparently we do, okay? It's not me. <laughs> I don't make that stuff, but um, there is a connect card out there, and I'm asking you to fill it out to say, hey, like, it's going to be chaotic. I'm just telling you right now, our systems are still in process. So there's like 100 new people today and uh, two people out there that are ready <laughs> to receive your Connect cards. Would you be patient? Would you take the time and like, give me that Connect card? I'm going to fill it out. I want you to contact me. If you like the QR code and you want to be part of the team, join the team, like actually step into this mission, I, I'm asking you to plan a church with us. This is a preview service. And in the next several weeks, we're going to keep meeting here. Come back. And then in a few weeks from there, we're going to invite our whole city on August 20th. And on August 20th, we want to blow this place up. I want to require two services. That's my prayer. Not because numbers and ego, but because there's tons of people in this city who have moved from all over who need Jesus. And we want to get them baptized and we see their lives changed. And so fill it out. Use the QR code. I know it seems cheesy, but it's the easiest, most organized way I knew how to do it. Would you join us to plant the garden in the desert and help people find their home in Jesus? Let's pray. Father, I thank you for this sacred and very long time. God, I just ask that uh, these words would actually, Lord, I've asked from the beginning that these would not be my words, but your words. God, I pray that today, if there are people who are coming here to this church looking to be fed by the word of God, that they would be full today that the insights from the word of God would sink deep in their hearts and let it be refreshing despite how long we preach, God. May it actually refresh their souls. May it be water to a thirsty soul. God, I pray for those who are intrigued by this message but don't know Jesus. God, I can't save them. I'm dependent on the regenerating work, the new birth work of the Holy Spirit to change their hearts right now. God, my prayers for them, that they would find hope in Jesus. They, they would find home in Jesus. And lastly, God, I pray for those who know that this is probably Maybe it's going to be hard. Maybe it's not ideal to be part of a church plant and startup church. But God, I pray that, they, that you would actually, it wouldn't be me, but that you would call them, that you would grab their hearts today and you would speak to them in the way that only you can and say, this is your home. We're going to see the West Valley find home in Jesus. Pray this all in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. <clears throat> hey, would you uh, please stand with me as we finish up service? Uh, if you've been here the past couple weeks, I heard from some of you in the lobby, uh, man, what is a benediction? Uh, that's something we're going to do every single week here at the Garden. It's just an opportunity for us as a whole, as the church body, as a community of the saints, to really cling to some truths that we heard in God's word, uh, to, to be prayerful in the blessings that he has for, for you and for me. Psalm 36, David writes, Your steadfast love, O Lord, it extends to the heavens. Your faithfulness to the clouds, your righteousness is like the mountains of God. Your judgments are like the great deep. Man and beast you save, O Lord. How precious is your steadfast love, O God. 
The children of mankind take refuge in the shadow of your wings. They feast on the abundance of your house, and you give them drink from the river of your delights. For with you is the fountain of life, and your light do we see light. And as we walk through those doors and we go about our, our daily weeks, our prayer for you is that you would trust and be confident in that, that you would trust in the hope that is found in Jesus. Like Nolan said, for many of us, we are believers. We follow Jesus. We are disciples of him. Never lose trust in him. Be confident in what he is doing in you. Be confident in his sanctification. Be confident in the renewing of you. And for those that don't know him yet, man, our prayer is that your heart would be open for him that he would rip away the chains, he would rip away the shackles, he would break down the barriers because he wants you. He loves you, he sees you. And our prayer is that you would be open to him, that you would continue to pursue him, that you would continue to follow him, that this space here would be a place that you would be introduced to his glory week in and week out. We are so thankful for you, we're so thankful for this community, and we pray that you have an incredible and an awesome week, and we'll see you guys here next weekend. All right, guys, thanks for listening to the podcast. We are so excited to connect with you. Again, we have service next weekend for those who are interested in becoming kind of inside early adopters, uh, really getting in the game, or or just continuing to check out what Jesus would have for you here. Uh, We're located at Paradise Honors High School at 10 a.m. right now. That'll all change when we uh, launch on our official uh, launch day, which is September 10th. Uh, But until then, we'll see you at 10 a.m. Sunday. 